You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. What do you wish for, right? Oh my god, I wish for a lot of things, Chris. I wish for... Uh, you know, a, a you can skip. Bed. You can skip world peace and all that. We know. I, I don't wish for world peace. Well, because the monkey's paw always lowers one finger when you say that one. Then it's like nuclear weapons start flying. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I I wish for uh to get into some secret screenings. <laughs> yeah, it's been a tough year for getting them into exactly the movies we wanted to get into for for poor Wright and I. But we've seen a lot of good stuff anyway at this year's Fantastic Fest twenty twenty three. Uh this is Infestation where we do short reviews of all the movies. But one of the best things we've seen, we actually were lucky enough to get in contact with the reps for it before the the uh the festival started so yeah. we could get in, which is good because there's been a lot of buzz around it and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. The film What You Wish For, directed by Nicholas Tomney who previously did a film called The Perfect Host, which took place around an intimate dinner party. Oh, David Hyde Pierce movie. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, huh, okay. And this also is about food. Yeah, he's obsessed with food, I guess. I mean, uh, aren't we all technically? Yeah, that's also what I wish for is a nice sandwich. Just a nice meal in general. Mm-hmm. I would like to go to like a really nice, rich people, exclusive resort thing that served mystery meat. I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you haven't done one of those? Nope. It's delicious. <laughs> There's Hannibal Lecter was there, have you, John Wayne Gacy. Have you seen the thing where they uh they do the total darkness meals now as a Yeah, thing? I I have seen those and I've never really been interested because I'm also afraid of the dark uh traditionally. What? I really am. Like I, my mind, you know, plays tricks on me. I little side tangent, I'm cuz I'm such a fucking child at heart and also just a child. Uh, I was picking up mail for friends when they were out of town and it's like, oh yeah, just pick it up uh, from the mailbox and just mm-hmm. like put it in the uh, back room in our backyard and because uh, I could just get in. Like, okay. And I f- didn't bring my phone, so I didn't have my flashlight, but I freaked myself out so much opening up their back room for like their washer and dryer uh-huh. that I freaked out and I threw the mail <laughs> In the room, and I just ran away. Oh, and so when they got back, they're like, "Why was the mail all over the place?" Like, I'm sorry, I thought the predator was in there. Okay, <laughs> I can't take it. Wow, that's that's a lot to take in here. You're right? welcome. I didn't know that about you. It's what you wish for. I like the dark. I like the dark, and I like small enclosed spaces. I don't know. What to Fuck tell you. Yeah. that. No way. I do. I'm like caves. Back to, back to the womb, baby. Ugh, no way. <laughs> Out. Well, caving is a whole different thing, right? Like when you're like, watch the descent, you're like, let's go down this really fuck that. tight. You, I'm like, no, fuck that. Are you crazy? You could not pay me all the money in the fucking world. Man-made spaces of close enclosed dark spaces are fine with me. No. But like, but like things that are random, you don't know what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not darkness and claustrophobic. I can't do it. All right. Fair enough. Well, no, neither one of those things feature into this film, <laughs> what you wish for. So I'm not sure where we, how we got down that path, but that's okay. Uh, this stall stars Nick stall. Now, wasn't he, um, the young John Connor in Terminators three in Terminator three. Yeah. yeah. I remember him fondly from bully. 
Okay, yeah. Even though that's a really tough watch. Yeah. Uh, this is a tough watch. He It's set in Latin America. Uh, he plays Ryan, and it's quickly revealed he is f- there because he's fleeing America. Not basically. He's a gambler in huge debt. He's getting text messages from the people saying, you have this much time left to give us this money or shit's going to go down. Right. Um, and he's hiding his former culinary school roommate, Jack, played by Brian Groh. It's got a sweet setup down there in this beautiful fucking house. Like yeah. Basically, it's like... It's near a very poor area, but this is like just this gorgeous, incredible place. I think place. it's like in Colombia or something like that. Yeah. Or I forget where exactly where it is. Somewhere but. in, somewhere in South, in Latin America. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, his friends like, yeah, come stay with me as long as you want. This is really nice. They go out in the town, have drinks, you know, meet a cute girl, like what have you. It's just like, it's like a little vacation, but, uh, Ryan is being quiet about why he's actually there, not just for the sweet visit. Um, and, and also asking Jack, like, hey, so do you need a helping hand? Yeah, because it's a, it's a, a re- very high class, like there, there are caterers and traveling chefs that do this for, yeah. like private chefs for families. And so this is like, and Jack's like, nah, man, you don't, yeah, it's, Rich people are so fucked up. Yeah. Like, he's like, I don't really like this job that much. This house is really the only thing I like about this job. And right. it's like, dude, you get to make the, some of the best food in the world for really rich people make insane money. They fly you all over the world to some of the most beautiful places. I mean, what's not to like? And, uh, one morning he sees his friend has taken his own life. So uh-huh. he's like, fuck. But then he's like, oh, wait, they're literally at the point they're about to threaten my mom's life. Yeah. And he's figured out, okay, I can, take over his identity so he's like makes a big decision to go like I'm, i hate this and i hate myself for this but i want to i don't want my mom to die so i'm gonna hide his body yeah and take over his identity and see if i can make enough money from this to be able to and and also hope that the dinner party guests or don't know who jack is or yeah. i've never seen him before and well fortunately the people show up the, the you know the people who run it and are like kind of shocked that don't recognize him like never met him in person so they have no idea that he's not the person he's supposed to be. Yeah. But he's like, okay. He's like, any chance you could get me some money in advance uh, for this little thing here, <laughs> which pays even more than he could have dreamed of. Right. Uh, so he's like, all right, well in for a penny in for a pound, I guess I'm going to do this. Only and to oh, f- the pounds that are involved. Yeah. Uh, only to find out that this job requires some stuff that you, uh, you know, basically hiding your friend's body after he committed suicide is a very light sin compared <laughs> to what is going to be asked of him to do. Yeah. So he finds himself, in a intensely nail biting scenario of yeah. like, what do you do? Cause despite his sins, you're still a hundred percent on his side. You're like, dude, no one should be put in this position. What are you going to do? How could you possibly get out of this scenario? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you see kind of a, a down and out character at the, you know, end of his ropes, but you know, not the, the best person in the world. And now they're thrown into a much worse situation to where, the the audience completely is on yeah is on his side even for all his indiscretions from before yeah and uh and it because then you start to picture yourself jesus christ what if i was in that situation and thankfully he is at least resourceful enough that's what's great about the movie and how it builds his character is that he and jack when they're trying to uh, flirt with this uh, australian woman that they meet in town like they're both cooks so he's not like inept and in what he can do so yeah, he's it's arguably better than his friend right <laughs> uh, and he can actually put his money where his mouth is and just kind of like get through this hellish night and uh because he has n- no idea what's going to happen and it becomes kind of like a 
um, you know, a bottleneck kind of thriller because like the police start to get involved and that's fucking crazy what ends up yeah. happening there. Yeah, it's um it gets really intense and people are understandably comparing it to the menu, although I think it's a very different beast. I think the menu sure. was definitely had a more of a black humor aspect to it than this does. Uh yeah. I mean the menu I think is ultimately a comedy. Yeah. And this is not. No. I mean, there are funny moments in it but like it's so much more of a like a hitchcockian thriller oh yeah uh just with stuff that is going to possibly and i don't even mean like what they actually show you on screen your awareness of what is happening there are points i'm like feeling very sick watching it going yeah. oh god jesus christ it's it's uh, pretty gnarly it, yeah uh, but it's really really good this is so far one of the best films i've seen in the fest this year for sure highly recommended i have a feeling this is probably going to get decent distribution uh because it really deserves it and it's been getting i played fantasia and got really strong reviews there as well yeah yeah i mean yeah it's it's really cool to see nick Stahl uh do anything because i think he is a great actor mm-hmm. and so him being a lead in this and this like kind of understated charisma that he has yeah. is really really cool and it and the movie needs it because it could just be like you're trudging through this story normally but without him or with him in it you're like okay i feel oddly comforted with him even though he's in the worst situation imaginable uh, well, yeah he put him got himself in a bad situation because of his own sins but those sins are not so unforgivable to the audience that you aren't 100 on his side when he finds himself in a situation that literally no one should ever have to be in yeah and he, and and the other thing too uh just to uh, wrap it up with this is like you know in most horror movies or thrillers when you're like oh why'd they make that decision like you're just yelling out everything he's doing is like i think i would have done the exact same thing yeah. like even with like covering up his friend's body like for there's a lot of details that they do that i really appreciate it. it's like yeah that that is the best thing you could do in that situation yeah. i thought it was really well done that way yeah uh so so far i think our highest recommendation sure. uh, of what we put out of reviews is this one but we've got a lot more movies to go and a lot more movies to cover so uh keep listening to infestation fantastic fest 2023 we're right i and possibly some more familiar faces like hey. if we can get tessa ben drew and uh alan and alan and maybe even martin thomas uh, who hey. said i, I want to do some too in here you don't know who's going to pop up because we can't see everything uh well we're trying our god damn dist we are we're uh, very tired we're very very tired